I thank the Lord for His goodness, His grace, His mercy, His love, His compassion. They faileth not, and it faileth not. They're new every morning, new mercies every day. And so I'm thankful for that this morning, and I'm thankful for you coming to the house of God. Of course, it is our mission Sunday of the month. We have one of these every month, and uh, that's what it is. And so I always try to uh, get my mind on a mission thought as the Lord would lead, and he led. And so it took a while for him to lead, but maybe I was missing it the first time. But uh, you have to understand, I mean, I'm telling you, sometimes it's just tough to get exactly what God wants, and that's what it felt like last night. But I thank the Lord for his goodness, not just last night, but this whole week. I mean, this whole week just been that that way. And, and so, but Lord led, and uh, just a little later, and I always wanted it. I wanted, you know, you know how that is. I mean, sometimes it's a little later than you want it, but but God's will will always get done. And so, um, when it comes to this, and so Acts chapter number sixteen, Acts chapter number sixteen, and your King James Bible, and uh, we'll read some verses there. Get our mindset on. Um, obviously, the whole day kind of is set on missions and how missions is driven, and how the things of missions take place. And um, it takes a lot of servitude, takes a lot of work, but it also takes a lot of sacrifice. And uh, we thank the Lord for men and women who sacrifice for that cause um, when it comes to going. But when it comes to giving, there's also should be sacrifice when it comes to it. That's how God's design is. But Acts chapter number 16, if you found your, uh, your, your scripture there this morning, could we stand and reverence the word of God together, please? Acts chapter 16, verse 6. Forgive me of my grammar problems. I probably cannot say all these names just quite correctly, um, but you forgive me. Now when they had gone throughout Pregia. And the region of Galatia, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. After they were come to Messiah, they essayed to go into Bithynia. But the Spirit suffered them not, and they, passing by Messiah, came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia... And prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Therefore, loosing from Troas, we came with a straight course to Samothracia, and the next day to Neapolis, and from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia, and a colony, and we were in that city abiding certain days. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Lord, we ask you to help us this morning, Lord, as we come to this passage, Lord, that you would get every ounce of glory, and Lord, that you would um, just tell us exactly what we need and deal with hearts this morning that we would be quite sensitive to your spirit. Lord, we know where the spirit of God is. There is liberty, and we pray, God, you'd give liberty where liberty is needed this morning. 
to preach your precious word. And we'll bless your name for all that you do. Help every person that's here this morning. And But Lord, most of all, everything that's said and everything that's done, I pray God it'd be. No man would get any glory save Jesus and he alone. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the communities and the cities in that day were bombarded with the preaching of the gospel. And we understand that as Paul told us that he did get it to every, they did get it to every person and every person was preached to at some point of time. Um, but from what I can see, this is the second missionary journey of Paul. And he's going here and it's his second journey into some place to preach the gospel and to be a missionary of some sense. And he was saved and he was commissioned of the Lord to be a witness for the Lord in Acts chapter 9 and verse number 15. He was commissioned to go out and preach the gospel to the nations. Um, but Paul was not alone in his missionary efforts, and we know that. We, are, um, we can read where many men served beside him in his work, and, and so on and so on, such as Luke and Barnabas and Saul, Silas and you know Timothy and John Mark and many others that we could read about in that. But there were simply following the commission that our Lord had given to them. And so as Jesus was preparing to ascend back to the Heavenly Father and descend His Spirit back down to us, uh, He left specific instructions to the church in general. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 and Matthew chapter 28 and verse number 20, He tells us about there. But then in Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8, he tells us very clearly, but ye shall be receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost parts of the earth. And so that counts everywhere, right? Would we agree on that? And so today we are the feet of the gospel, we are the hands of the gospel, we are the mouth of the gospel. And uh, but there's one problem: money. Money is being sent, but the man a lot of times, which is great. We need to send money, and we 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 do send money. But what about the man? We have. You would agree with me probably that there is much that needs to be done, and it takes. A man, and by a man, I mean in general, a sense of, of human. But, but they need to be sent. And so we must fulfill the commission that God has placed on this church, just as He has the church, okay? And so, beloved, I tell you, I want to preach on this thought this morning the, the commission to this church. The commission to this church, and I want you to notice three points, I'll be done quickly. I want you to notice number one, that the call of this commission. Paul said, now when they had gone throughout Pergera and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, and they were come to Maesa, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. And so... It goes through and the, the text reveals some, uh, something about the call to each of us that we need to understand this morning. Uh, well, first of all, it is a call to serve. It is a call to serve. Now, uh, I want to keep this in mind that this was not just a, 
vacation trip for Paul. This was not uh, um, anything for the others as well. But these men were not just traveling around the world uh, um, to see the sights of the world or anything along that lines. Uh, um, but they had given their life. They had given their lives to serve the Lord. Uh, wholesomely uh, and their days was consumed with ministry and with sharing the gospel every day and so they had a heart and a desire to serve the Lord and we agree on that Uh, and so the lives that we live uh, should not be uh, lived as if we only desire to please ourselves, uh, which is a lot of people's problems. But if you have been saved and you have been called uh, um, to be a servant to the Lord, uh, it does not mean specifically that you have been called to be a missionary or a preacher. But we have all been called uh, to tell the gospel and share the good news uh, of the gospel. And so um, uh, there are there are countless opportunities to be used uh, to serve the Lord in any way uh, and spend spend each moment wisely with the desire uh, to serve the Lord. I believe the context of the book of James is to uh, the beloved brethren there to the divided tribes uh, to say folks, my beloved brethren be ye, uh, and, and that's that's 1 Corinthians. But he tells us very clearly uh, that he's speaking to those uh, tribes which are scattered abroad uh, and, and he goes down through there and he tells us in James chapter 4 uh, in verse number 14 that life is but a vapor that appears but a moment that vanishes away uh, and so if we are going to spend our life we must understand that there's only a short time to serve him in the life that you've been given. We must use that for how we have, uh, in the time that we have, we must use that vapor, uh, that short amount of time that will soon vanish. Uh, we must use it for His good, His glory, and our good. We must use it for His good too, though. We must use this time that we have and spend each moment wisely and desire to serve Him and look at each day and each circumstance as a, as an opportunity to serve the Lord. And I tell you is that many Christians are saved and yet they never find the time or desire to serve the Lord. I've seen it and I know, I know that there are things we must do in this life like work. We must do that. We must do that, but, but, but serving the Lord is the most important thing we could ever do. Beloved, it's the only thing that will matter when you get to the other side. Did you know that? Serving Him matters. It's a call to serve. It's a call also to sacrifice. We read throughout these verses there uh, from verse 6 to verse number 12. We read in those verses, we find the context of those verses there. There has been a great sacrifice that has been made. Uh, you know, these men had left their homes. They had left their families uh, um, to serve the Lord. And they were not always uh, welcomed or accepted either. They weren't always welcomed or accepted. And often they, they found themselves beaten. They found themselves ridiculed. Uh, um, they found themselves even had their lives threatened for the sake of the gospel. Uh, and so, so serving the Lord came with a price. There had to be a sacrifice. And so are we willing to sacrifice in order to serve the Lord? Are we really? Talking to me, you, all the above. You know, it will not always be easy. And there will be times, there will be times of frustration. And there will be times of rejection. And 
will be times when we when we must be patient, uh, and there'll be times when, when when we need to just sit there and wait on the Lord. Not really sit there, but you know, he said, "Stand still, know I'm God." But he also says to wait upon the Lord. That means serving while you're here. I mean, it don't mean sit around. We've been called to give sacrificially of ourselves for the need of others. We've been called to do that. Is that not what Christ did? Gave his whole life for the means of others. Gave his whole life for the means of others. And just remember all that Jesus did for us and all that he gave for us. And he, he became our sacrifice standing in my stead. Uh, he did that for me. Church, serving the Lord is not a matter of convenience, but if you're waiting for a convenient time to serve Christ, you will not, more than likely, not accomplish much. Serving the Lord requires that we die to self. It requires that in order to serve Him in whatever capacity that He chooses for us to be. And we'll never be what the Lord desires of us if we are not willing to pay the price. It's just the truth. It takes sacrifice to serve. It was also called a submission. We read there that the Holy Ghost forbade them to go to those places. Stop them. He said, no, don't go. And Paul and the others were just, they weren't just wandering around in foreign lands at that time. That's not what they were doing. But their, their every move was directed of the Lord. And everything, everywhere that Paul looked, uh, he saw a need and he, he, he saw a desire to serve. But he, he had to follow what God's will was. Clearly all men need to hear the gospel, but God had to direct their paths. And serving the Lord requires that we submit to His will and work according to the direction that He's given us. I mean, it just must happen. Our central object is to tell everywhere we go. That's our object. Let Him lead. and we, we must not get to that place that we... We must get to that place. That we want what God's want, what God wants more than what we want. Amen. We must get to a good place along those lines. Serving the Lord at times may not make sense to us at all the times, but but God is never wrong. And why does God ask specific things for us? From us. We may not know, but we must submit, we must serve, we must sacrifice. God wanted Paul to go to Europe. He wanted Paul to go to Europe. And thank God that he did go to Europe, by the way. Because from Europe to the rest of the world is where it went. Study church history. If he wouldn't have went to Europe, it might not have went to us. You think about that. I'm not limited to God. God had a directive path in how he wanted things to be done. I understand that. But I'm thankful that there is that time where we have to submit to God for His call on our life. And men and women, I'm telling you, God needs you. Not just at Mountain Valley. God needs you around this world. There's a call of the commission. Secondly, I want you to notice the compliance to the commission. Verse 9, the Bible says, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed to him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Man, I could just see the tears on that man's eyes. 
And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, surely gathered the Lord that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. So this compliance, we have looked at the call, but what, what is it that drove Paul? What, what compelled him to submit to the calling uh, um, to go to Macedonia? What did this? Well, I see this. Uh, I see the bewailing of a man. He said, help us. Help us. We need your help. Now understand, no, uh, uh, no, man, cry, no man cries for help without needing help. You agree with that? No one will cry for help unless they need help. I mean, it just don't happen. And as Paul heard that, there's no doubt uh, that he had a passion for reaching others. uh, And he had compassion on that voice that came. uh, And everywhere he looked, uh, he saw those who needed the Lord. uh, And he never got over what the Lord did for him uh, and wanted uh, to reach the world uh, for Christ. And this call is what most call the Macedonian call. You you might have read about it. It's called the Macedonian call. And it involved a vision of one in desperate need of help in Macedonia that Paul needed to go to. And I understand the Lord doesn't give visions in our day. He's not going to give you a vision. But there are millions who stand in need of our help. Millions. Our world seems consumed with the humanitarianism, humanitarian needs of today. And listen, those are those are very much needed. Food, you know, they send food and they send all this. But you know what's needed more than that? The gospel. The gospel is needed much more than that. Uh, I tell you is that they, they, they need Jesus is what they need. That's who they need. Uh, um, they need food, of course. They need water, of course. Uh, and that's going to be great. But what are we going to do when we send them all that and then don't send them the gospel? Our world is filled with people who were not raised in Baptist churches like you were. I mean, we are surrounded by those who have never heard the gospel. You understand? Never even heard the gospel. And there's a cry for help. And they need a hope. Uh, and the only thing that they can, only person that can give them that is Jesus. Amen. So we must get him to them. We must. It's a bewailing of a man. Then I see the burden of a man. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us unto the preach the gospel unto them. The word endeavored speaks of seeking in order to find, strived, attempted. It speaks of a craving. There's many different ways to look at it. But after the vision, Paul and the others would not, they would not be led elsewhere. They could not be led elsewhere. 
Their faces were set towards Macedonia and they would not be denied. And, and keep in mind that Paul, Paul had other plans, but when God placed the burden uh, for Macedonia upon his life, uh, there was not uh, one other place in this world uh, that he was going to go. Uh, Macedonia was the place that he was going to be at. And can I just tell you this morning, uh, isn't it amazing how God works, uh, how often he places a desire in our hearts long before uh, um, the door is open to fulfill that desire. Uh, um, and we need to seek God for a particular burden is what you and I need to do. Amen. Maybe it's a particular burden for Grenada. Maybe it's a typical, um, a particular burden for 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 St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Maybe it's a per- particular burden for Africa or for America or for Polk County or for whatever it may be. Uh, we need to have a particular a burden. Uh, and I pray continually that God will give me a burden uh, in specifics. Uh, I'm like we've never known a craving uh, for Him. Uh, and beloved, I tell you this morning there are people left uh, and right dying uh, who need Jesus and we need to go and tell them about him you say we're too small to go you are not too small to go doesn't matter we need to go and share the gospel we need to it's so important the call of the commission the compliance to the commission Lastly, I'm done. I want you to notice the course in the commission. The Bible says, and after he had seen the vision, let me read the last of it. Gathering that the Lord had called us for the preach the gospel. We'll break it down. Now, as, as, we, as we go through this, these remaining few verses that we have not went through uh, set the stage here for the visit there in Macedonia. And uh, um, they reveal some great truths uh, that each of us need to grasp on this morning and, and to seek to fulfill. You need to seek it. You say, I'm not called to be a preacher. Well, maybe your calling has not yet confirmed in your heart yet because I... I don't know. I'm telling you, and maybe I haven't been called to do this. I've been called. What? Well, listen, we've been called to do the share the gospel. But what is it that we need to accomplish? Well, we are to share the right truth. Paul said, or Luke rather wrote writing said, the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel. He says that by surely, he said, I'm assured of this, right? He says, assuredly gathering. He said, I'm assured of this. I'm assured that God had called us to go to Macedonia. And what we are supposed to do there is preach the gospel. And they they would do other works of kindness, I'm sure. But the primary goal and mission was to preach the word of God. I'm telling you, all believers have been called to be a witness unto the Lord. But I'm telling you, there's some specific places that we need to get on our heart. I'm serious. That, that is our primary goal in all things is to preach the gospel. We, 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 exalt, we exist to be salt and light. Is that not right? Who puts us? 
And we are here to share the gospel. And we are here to point others to Christ. And there is much that we can accomplish through various ministries. But sharing the gospel is the best ministry and the biggest aim and objective that we need to succeed to do. We have tracks and he brought up the fellowship track lead. and We give out tracks and that sort of stuff. We need to do it more. I need to do it more. We must stay on the right truth and then share the right truth. And we must stay on the right track is what he said very clearly there. It was, it was very assuredly that he said, Therefore loosing from Troas, uh, we came with a straight course, uh, a straight course uh, to uh, that word there. Yeah, it came to a straight course. Uh, and so it took a while for Paul uh, and the others to get to Macedonia. I'm sure. But they had to be patient. Uh, and they had to stay the right track to get where God uh, wanted them to serve. Uh, they had to do that. And they were not dismayed. Uh, they were not sidetracked. Uh, they had none of those things on that path. Uh, but I tell you friend. As we serve the Lord. We face moments that test our faith. Uh, um, there are, um, there are times when we are tempted uh, to give up and tempted to quit uh, and all of those things and there's no place to sit down. Uh, there's no place to give in at this time. Uh, um, there is too much at stake. We've come too far to look back. Uh, and there is a time in this life uh, where eternal souls, are, are their destiny is hanging over hell. You understand that? There's people that are hanging over hell uh, and their souls are hanging in the balances uh, and we must stay the course for the glory of God. Uh, you're the only Bible some people's going to see. I'm telling you, friend, you are the only one and don't allow uh, frustration or uh, a rejection to somehow sidetrack you. Uh, keep your focus on it and press on to it without fail. We must press on. We must live. As long as we live, we must count. The Lord. Can the Lord count on you to give the gospel? This world needs you, friend. This world needs you. Missionaries. Uh, this world needs missionaries. This world needs preachers. Uh, this world needs prayers. You know that? This world needs praying people who will pray. Uh, if you ain't able to go, pray, pray, pray. But this world needs missionaries. Uh, this world needs preachers. Uh, and friend, we can agree and we can thank the Lord for it and thank the Lord we can support it. But why are we not going? This world needs more, but you're in it. Press on, press on, press on if you're in it. Stay on the right track. Share the right truth. Lastly, Secure the right task. The Bible says in verse 12, And from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia and the colony, and we were in that city abiding in certain days. They made it. They made it. They made it. They stayed in Philippi for certain days, and they were not looking to move on before it was time to move on. And friend, I tell you, we may feel as if we have a good idea where our lives will lead and we must have good dreams we must have, but I, all, I am certain that God will present opportunities in our path that we hadn't planned on doing I'm certain that he will we must possess a determined commitment to secure the task that's at hand that task is to preach the gospel and we need to give God our all each day we live 
We must do this. I, I want to leave this life having emptied myself in service to God. You know, I don't want to leave anything left out on the table. I don't want to have anything left out on the table. And church, I tell you this morning, we need to commit. Uh, we need to commit to securing the task that we have received from the Lord. Uh, it is our duty and our God-given command uh, to get the gospel to the world. It is ours. It is personal. I want you to know that. It's very, very personal. You say, well, somebody else is doing it. Well, Brother Patterson's doing it or this and that. That does not matter friend. What matters is what you are supposed to do and it is your job and my job to get the gospel to this world. It's the job of this church. I'm telling you the truth. I can't do your work and you can't do my work. I mean, we know that God gives every Christian a personal ministry and, and He has a purpose for each person and none of them are, are just to sit on the pew. Uh, um, but my question is, don't you want to leave this world standing before the Lord with the assurance knowing uh, that you did what God wanted you to do? I'm telling you, friend, when the Lord calls, we must go. And where He leads, we must follow. And when He commands, we must do I'm telling you, there's no greater joy than to fully dedicate your life to the Lord and His service during our days on this earth. You know, I think back and I, I don't want to disobey the Lord and I don't want any of y'all to disobey the Lord. But I tell you, may each of us be like the prophet Isaiah. When he said over there in Isaiah chapter number 6 verse 8, Here am I, Lord, send me. Lord, if I can't do anything else, I'm willing to go. I'm willing to go. And I, are, are you really willing to do the commission that God's commanded to do? We've been given this commission. Are you really prepared to step up by faith and give your all to Christ? Are you really in that for that? The world needs you. You know that? The world needs you. The world needs me. Jesus don't have to add me, but he wants me. And he wants me to go. He wants me to send the gospel and to tell the gospel and to do those things. And I'm telling you, we must, we must, we must realize that this is a commission to this church. We can send money all day long. What about men? What about men? It's personal, and if the Lord's dealing with your heart this morning, I invite you to come. Could you stand to your feet this morning? I'm going to, I really, really, that's my heart this morning. I've, I've preached you my heart. A really big burden on my life and on my heart right now anyways. But, man, we must, we must, we must. This is commissioned directly. I want to let everybody know that. It's direct commission. To your church, to me, to you, directly. It's direct. God has placed on our life a calling to go. God might not have put you personal calling to the, the Granada. He might not have done that. But man, we are to go and do what we can while we can. I'm telling you. It's very, very, very serious. I'm telling you, Jesus is coming soon. And that one person that, and you're supposed to tell about Jesus, 
what happens if you don't go to the hotel. I understand the way the Lord works, and he ain't got to explain that to you, but what happens if you don't tell? What happens? You disobey, and that was the last time. Right? I'm telling you, there's a way the Lord works, and it's very, very serious. And we must be careful in how we tell others about him on a regular basis, regular must not be something that's just monthly, right? There's a, might be a personal call in your life in here this morning. Might be a call to preach. Might be a call to missions. Whatever it may be, wouldn't you obey the Lord? Don't waste time. Don't waste time. Because if you're wasting time, I wish I would have surrendered to the Lord two years earlier to preach the gospel. Now, I do. I really do. But I chose to just do what I wanted to do and run from that calling for that many years. And Lord, graciously, I don't know why he gave me that long, but it's very important to stand and surrender to what God has called you to do when he can, when he calls. Because you'll regret it if you don't do it then. I'm telling you the truth this morning. I don't know if anybody needs to pray in the altar this morning, but... I'm going to pray for just a moment and ask the Lord to help us. And if you need to pray in the altar, you sure enough can. But I pray you would submit to that calling that God God has called you anywhere. He's the only one that can do the calling. The preacher can't do the calling. You might have a desire. The Bible says, one that desires the bishop desires the good work. This desire is still not a calling, though got to have the personal calling from the Lord to obey that calling this morning. If you need to pray, Lord, we love you. Thank you, dear God, for all that you've done this morning. Thank you for your work in our lives, Lord. And Pray, God, for each man in specific in this church, Lord, and that you would deal with their lives and deal with their hearts. Lord, on, to be used by you, Lord, in a mighty way. Pray for each lady in this church, Lord, that you would use them and how you see fit as well, Lord. And from the elder to the younger, Lord, you would <clears throat> use this each of us, Lord, to pray, to be prayers, Lord, and prayer warriors for your glorious work, Lord. Lord, you said, pray ye, therefore, Lord, of the harvest. He would send forth labors, Lord, and we must, we must pray that prayer. Just as we preached last week, we must pray that prayer. Lord, it's a prayer request from you, and I pray, God, that we would really call that out, that you'd send laborers, Lord, into the vineyard, Lord, of this whole world. God, there's many dying left and right, going to hell. God, the church is sitting stagnant in many areas. Lord, don't let us, don't let us, Lord, the churches that are represented here, don't let us sit stagnant, don't let us sit still, Lord. God, let us move on and continue to do as much as we can while we can do them. Lord, I pray, God, that your glory would be given. Lord, your glory would be gained from you, Lord, that you would have every ounce of glory of everything that's said and done out of this church, Lord. Lord, and we love you so much, and we bless your holy name for all that you've done, and thank you for allowing me to preach this morning. I'm unworthy, undeserving, Lord, to stand behind this pulpit and preach the glorious gospel. 
preach, Lord, to go and go and go. But Lord, I pray, God, we'd be obedient servants to you. And Lord, that you'd lead, that you'd guide, that you'd direct in every way. As everybody goes on their way today, we bless your holy name. Lord, for all that you've done this morning, how you've worked in our hearts, God. You've been mighty good to us and you've been faithful. I pray, God, you'd bring us back tonight. Lord, to, uh, at the next appointed time tonight at 6 o'clock. Lord, that we'd come back and we'd worship you again. Lord, that we'd do it all over again. Lord, if we thank you, God, for just giving, the oppor- giving us the opportunity once again to share this word of God. Bless your holy name. In Jesus' precious and holy name we do pray. Amen.